Today is Tuesday, May 18th, and you're listening to the morning announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm Sammy Sage. Israel and Hamas are continuing a second week of conflict, seemingly without a ceasefire in sight. Yesterday, the United States again blocked a proposed UN Security Council statement calling for an end to the fighting. However, by the end of the day, President Biden formally expressed support for a ceasefire. According to two officials familiar with the ceasefire talks who spoke to the Washington Post, Israel has so far declined overtures from outside mediators, including the Egyptians, and Israeli military and political leaders have indicated that they intend to do as much damage as possible to Hamas's military infrastructure before a pause. On Monday, Israeli forces destroyed nine miles worth of Hamas's militant tunnels and the homes of nine Hamas commanders. At least 200 Palestinians have been killed in this week of airstrikes, including 59 children, and around 1,300 people have been wounded. Israel has reported 10 people dead, including two children and hundreds of others wounded. The Supreme Court announced yesterday that it will be reviewing a Mississippi abortion law that bans most abortions after 15 weeks of pregnancy, with narrow exceptions for medical emergencies or fetal abnormalities. The law has not gone into effect because a district federal judge and a panel of the U.S. Court of Appeals said that it violated decades of Supreme Court precedents. In accepting this case, the Supreme Court said it would examine whether all pre-viability prohibitions on elective abortions are unconstitutional. And many court watchers agree that this case will give the court an opportunity to reconsider Roe v. Wade and Planned Parenthood v. Casey. This case marks the first time the 6-3 conservative court will hear an abortion case. Arguments are expected during the court's next term, which starts in October, though a decision is not expected until the spring or summer of 2022. Florida politician and Matt Gaetz's bestie, Joel Greenberg, formally pleaded guilty yesterday to sex trafficking a minor and a number of other crimes, while agreeing to cooperate fully with prosecutors and testify in order to hopefully get a more lenient sentence. Greenberg is considered a key witness in the DOJ investigation into whether Matt Gates had a sexual relationship with an underage girl. In other words, this is horrible news for Matt Gates, and not just because he lost his favorite wingman. Now we have a lot of unsavory headlines regarding the inventor of Windows 95. Bill Gates acknowledged via a spokeswoman on Sunday night that he had an extramarital affair with a Microsoft employee, which led the Microsoft board to investigate the relationship shortly before he resigned from the board last year. The affair itself actually took place in the year 2000, how retro, and it actually ended amicably, but it is now coming back to light because the Wall Street Journal reported on Sunday that the board of directors decided that Gates needed to leave the board while the relationship was being investigated. However, Gates' spokeswoman denied that Gates' decision to resign was related to the affair. Meanwhile, as the Gates divorce is unfolding, Bill Gates' workplace behavior and his relationship with Jeffrey Epstein are attracting new scrutiny. According to new New York Times reporting, on at least a few occasions, Gates pursued women who worked for him at Microsoft and at the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. He also befriended Jeffrey Epstein around 2011, three years after Epstein had pled guilty to soliciting prostitution from a minor. At the time, Melinda Gates claimed that she didn't want her husband hanging out with him, and that when their friendship came back into public view in 2019, that is when she hired divorce lawyers. Additional reporting from the Daily Beast gave a bit more color to their friendship, claiming that Epstein gave Gates advice to end his toxic marriage after he complained about his wife to Epstein. The reporting also alleges that Gates and Epstein met dozens of times between 2011 and 2014, which is substantially more than has been previously reported and mostly at Epstein's mansion. 
One source quoted in the article said of Gates, going to Jeffries was a respite from his marriage. It was a way of getting away from Melinda. And he added that the two were very close. And lastly, Governor Andrew Cuomo is reportedly going to make $5 million from his book deal, all about how he saved New York from the pandemic that was still happening when he wrote the book. He was originally paid a little over $3 million by Penguin Random House for the book and is due to be paid an additional $2 million in the coming years. He has since donated $500,000 to the United Way of New York State to help with pandemic recovery and vaccination efforts, while the remaining $1 million and change post-tax has been placed in a trust for his three daughters. Cuomo's book only sold about 50,000 copies prior to the numerous controversies and allegations that arose about him this winter, which in book speak is definitely not worth $5 million to a publisher. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements. If you're enjoying these daily updates, you can help support this show and keep it growing by pressing follow on your Spotify and or rating, reviewing and subscribing on iTunes. And of course, I really appreciate all of your support and feedback. For more in-depth and hilarious discussion on today's most important issues, be sure to tune in to the Betcha Sub podcast every Monday through Friday, wherever you listen to podcasts. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.